The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. Chess, chess, world, the Empress Lady Cake Mix. Y'all know the whole rundown, right? You better live. Hold on, I gotta get my fingers correct. Or am I trying to hide my nails? Yes, I need them done. Y'all know it's always something with me. I'm here. I'm a little hoarse because I had to be yelling before I got on here, of course. My little background animators, but it's all good. Today is another day, another Thursday, and we back. We back like we never love. Yes. Thank you for joining me tonight, fam. I am grateful, not hateful. Look, the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about the support that I have not been getting, right? Uh, through the whole show, every time I bring up a topic, right, I talk about, you know, what I thought it should have been. For what it is not okay and all that other stuff but i'm still grateful not hateful i hope you are too we're gonna get into it tonight this month being november thanksgiving coming up you know people i always like to say what they are thankful for around the holidays so i'm just gonna put a little spin on that but i'm gonna give you my two cents on it okay so without further ado let me give honor and glory to where it is due to my God in a prayer, okay? Once I get that prayer, we're going to get on with the show because, you know, I got some what in the what's and some what in the world's, and I appreciate you being here with the girl. So just bear with me. <clears throat> I was trying to do my little things. Probably should have sucked on a lemon or something, right? Because when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. 
So that's exactly what it is. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for another opportunity, oh, Father God, just to come before, Lord, on this platform, Lord, and bless the people, Lord, with a message. Oh, Father God, bless anybody who is listening, anyone that is viewing, oh, Father God, continue to keep us, Lord, continue to work in us, oh, Father God, so that your work can be done, oh, Father God. I thank you, oh, Father God, for all the hateful, oh, Father God, situations or circumstances that we have been involved in, oh, Father God, but instead of it hardening us, Lord, it has humbled us, Lord, and we are forever grateful. Oh, Father God, I ask you to touch anybody out there, Lord, that may be dealing with any type of hatefulness, any type of hatefulness. Oh, Father God, continue, oh, Father God, to just continue to guide them, continue to hold them by their hand, Lord. And even though they're not okay right now, let them know that they will be okay. Oh, Father God, I give you all the glory. I give you all the praise, Lord. Tell them you better live. Amen. Amen. Amen, guys. I know I'm not the only one that has been confronted or has had to deal with some hateful things on a daily, a monthly, a yearly, all of that. If you are living and breathing, you are not exempt from the hatefulness. Oh, no, you're not. But I encourage you tonight that even in the midst of all of that hatefulness, you be grateful. You know, this weekend, I was with my best friend. We just took a little trip out to the flea market. I kind of just was like the tag along. Just called me in the blue. Um, I actually was sitting around doing my hair. Yes, y'all see me? Y'all see me? Died to the roots of the teeth. Okay? We're here for life. Um, But I got it kind of thrown back because I think from the die, even though it's plant-based, it has been irritating my face a little bit because y'all know I had my little bang hanging and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's been irritating a little bit. So I got it thrown back. Oh, excuse me. I'm a little chopped off, but you get the point. Um, so anyway, when I was riding out here, we were just talking and we were talking about, you know, the senseless gun violence and how it is today, how everyone feels that they need a gun and they need a gun for protection. So we just were saying like, yo, do you remember back in the day, like when we really was out there? I mean, really was out there. And I know I haven't seen everything. I know I haven't been through everything, but there's some people, woo child. When I think I was in the streets, it's some people that was in the street streets. You get me getting down and dirty. And I had my share of that too, me and my friends. So this would just bring up the discussion, right? And I say, you remember what was the the thing that we was most worried about or we had to watch our back about? It wasn't no gun. It was about getting banged. <laughs> it was about getting jumped. When you was outside, you were hanging on the corner. You was always watching out. It was always that type of talk. Oh, so-and-so and their cousins banked me. I was around here. They jumped me. Everybody was worried about that. But it's a sad day in time when that's what you got to worry about, being shot, when you can't stand on the corner, you can't have a simple altercation, verbal altercation with somebody or a disagreement that just turns into this senseless violence and someone wound up losing their life. So we just was thinking and I was like, yo, it's really weird. And now we are the adults, right? From the adults and our ancestors and our elders telling us, Oh, I feel sorry for y'all. 
And now we saying that to the youth or to the young people that we encounter because we just did not have to deal with that. We did not. It was very rare that someone got shot, but that was what we worried about. We worried about getting jumped, getting banged. Um, somebody, you feel me? These people coming out my house to hear someone say they're going to get a gun or they're going to kill someone. It was very rare. Even back then, I know a lot of people did slicing, right? They said their knives and their blades and stuff, but it was very rare. And that just was something when we was talking about it. I said, you know what? Talk about that on my show. And I'm going to talk about how I am so grateful and not hateful. And I'm going to let that basically be my message. Because just like I said, I've been through some stuff. You done been through some stuff. Nobody knows it all. And there's some stuff that we don't want nobody to know about, right? But just think about that. All the stuff that you went through. You know how they say the good outweighs the bad? But in a lot of y'all lives, the bad is outweighing the good. But it was for your good. So even though it was a whole bunch of hateful stuff going on, I don't know what it is. There's a lot of us out here that been molested, raped, had all types of sexual assaults and all types of stuff. You know, you're a single parent. You know, like me in my situation, being a single parent, having more than one child by the same person or having multiple um, baby fathers or multiple baby mothers, whatever it is. Someone on your job, snitching, they fired you, somebody used you. Oh, it'd be some stuff. Somebody passed away in your family, then the rest of the family outs you. or what? Look, I could go on and on and on and on. Look, if you got some stuff, you can tell me your stuff up in this chat, right? But my whole point is, it was some hateful stuff. But you better be grateful that even though all of that hate came through in your life, honey, you are still grateful. You are still love. You are still loving on people. You are still loving life. And you are learning each and every day how to love you more. Oh! preaching up in here or is that my gaggle because <laughs> they did sound like my sister guy on the gag order right but i'm not gagging I'm, I'm telling the truth right so i'm gonna get into that whole spin tonight you know that if you have any comments and you just want to second that or you agree or disagree in any way please know that you can always hit me up on the chats you show me love i'm gonna show you love right back the phone lines are open, 443-642-9403. Marnie, are we able to call or are we still doing the tax? It's just the tax, right? Yeah, it's just the tax. It's just the tax. So while I won't be able to hear your lovely voice tonight, I can read your message or your message can be relayed from the show. So don't hesitate to do that. I don't have a guest tonight for my living it segment, but sending out that invitation once again, reach out if you want to be a guest. You can be a guest. <laughs> that is guest at beexposedradio.com. Also for any information, it's info at beexposed.com. I'm definitely going to run down all the information and how you can get in contact with me by the end of the show. But I do want to get into some of these what and the what. That's why I'm grateful, honey. 
grateful, not hateful. Okay, this one thing that I'm grateful about um, was the Lord's situation. Well, it's it's kind of hateful because I was like, uh, that's what y'all get. But you know, it's all love with me. Okay, we talked about before in the show about this plastic ban. I know a lot of you guys are struggling with it right here in Baltimore City. Else has been in effect for quite some time now. It recently came in effect as well out in Baltimore County. Yes, Baltimore County. So it's several counties, including Baltimore City, I believe, Harford County. Um, another one. I'm trying to read it, y'all, but I'm reading it off because, of course, I wasn't mad, but I'm here. Um, <laughs> and in Baltimore County, it went into effect on November the 1st. So soon as it went into effect, you know, I thought that I was doing something, going out into Baltimore County, feeling like it was convenient, didn't have to pay that five cents fee for a bag, right? <laughs> but now that has all changed. It has went into effect in Baltimore County as well on November the 1st. But when it came into effect on November the 1st, oh, it's already been some changes that's going to be updated by November the 20th. So, of course, the residents of Baltimore County was complaining, just like we was. Oh, my goodness. Let me read a statement <laughs> from one of these ladies. This lady, um, a resident in Baltimore County, Miss Brown, and I'm reading this from the news um, station. But essentially, she said she thinks it's the best. We had to buy food, and they should be able to offer us the bag instead of having to bring your own all the time. I really think that that's not right, Miss Brown. I feel you. We were saying the same thing when it happens to us. And how many times y'all have ran back to that car for them bags, just like you had to do the mask when COVID came out, okay? So now they have already put in a veto, okay? Um, in Baltimore County, they had passed the bill when November first came out on the van, and they wanted the liquor stores to be exempt. Yes, they wanted the liquor stores in Baltimore County to still have the ability to use plastic bags. So the executive out there, Mr. Johnny Osowski, am I saying his name right? I'm sure I'm not, but he vetoed the bill. However, the bill still did not make it do the veto, I guess was overturned. I don't know the technology. I'm trying to read it over here and pay attention to the screen. This is why, this is why my brother Monty does it without the picture. I get it now, Monty, and that's why I'd be more comfortable. But I don't care. Y'all just want to look at the side of my head for a little minute. Uh, but yeah, the new rules will take fat effect on November the 20th. So that's about what a week or so, not even two weeks. And plastic bags will be available at liquor stores. Of course, the county executive Johnny. Um, Oskowski, I can't not believe I can't pronounce his name correctly, probably because I'm trying to read it, but I hear it all the time. He's definitely very involved um, in that county legislation out there. Yes, he is. And especially with all of these um, laws and these bills and all this other stuff that's going on. Um, but he tried to veto it. The council did not go with the veto. So that is how the liquor stores will be able to still provide bags. Now, Johnny was basically saying, well, you know, we talked about this. We discussed this. We were banning plastic bags for a reason. You know, it's for the environment. Some people, on the other hand, 
are saying it's a mess that they had to buy bags. And then you also have people saying it's better for the environment. They were taught to seeing bags everywhere, in the water, on trees, just in the street, just making it look a mess. Um, but to me, the mess is the fee for the bags. Now, I get trying to, I guess, do something better for the environment. I get all of that. But I am taught of buying bags. I have a lot of reusables, yes. But the point that I made when I get in that store and I forget my bags in the car, then I'm like, child, just give me them bags. And they not just five cents. They got different sizes. The paper ones are usually um, five cents, which are like no good, especially if they don't have hand handles. The stuff, if it's too heavy, you definitely have to buy more than you would have in a plastic because a lot of times it just busts, it just rips. So the reusable ones are definitely more convenient. That's definitely more convenient. We, we you, you we, just spent five minutes five making minutes excuses on why you couldn't bring bags. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making an excuse. No, 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 you know what you just did is that you spent five minutes making an excuse on why you didn't bring your bag from home, but now it's time to train yourself just to bring your bag from home. And I do. What I actually have done, what I actually have done, Marnie, and I'm sure a lot of people have done this too, what I actually have done has start putting them in a trunk. But see, what my issue be is once I bring my groceries inside, then I'd be forgetting to take them back out to the trunk because you gotta wash them. That's another part too, because you know you had food in them, stuff be spilling, the juice from your strawberries. Um, you gotta smush grape. You feel me? The bag that I have here, my right here in my kitchen is full of Walmart bags. Right, no excuse, none. But not bringing a bag with me if I, you know, but you know, bags are still available for free. But oh my goodness. if I was if going I was to Baltimore County or shopping in Baltimore County, there's no excuse for me not to have brought a bag. It's not. It's, it's no excuse, but it does take some getting used to. So what I'm saying is that, it's, like, right now, it is, it is, we are kind of... measure of what you have to get used to for me. Right. I mean, it's like, how many times do we have to take it upon ourselves to take care of our environment? Because you don't you want, don't to, want do to do it because it's, it's an inconvenience. So it's either so it's kill either the planet kill or continue to kill the planet and the animals in the ocean. Right. Hold on. Kill the planet and ain't going to be no bags. They ain't going to be nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't want the inconvenience. Of course, no one wants the inconvenience. But at the same time, you also don't want to take care of your own environment. Right. You don't want the responsibility because there's no paycheck involved in it. So the county so the took county it upon themselves, themselves to make this change on your behalf and made you suffer the inconvenience. Yeah. Which is what happened. And then you still don't like it. And they're still trying to save your life. Yeah. They right. They right. I'm so sick of you. really, really. Monty said he is sick of us, period. Uh, he's not, he's not human. Trust me, he's a Scorpio. He's, <laughs> he's not human. Trust me. Well, it's all weird to me. 
right. that y'all argue over a over simple inconvenience. You know you probably got well, million plastic bags. Well, and I'm gonna keep on. Like no, I do want to <laughs> say, <laughs> I do want to save um the planet. I do think that it is a wonderful initiative or definitely something good that they put on plate place. Like I do get it. Um, and now that it has been in effect for a while in the city, those struggles that I had in the beginning, I don't very much so have now. No, I don't. Uh, what I'm saying, too, is that I do understand Baltimore County. I know it just happened on November the 1st. I know it's like a shock. It was like a shock to us. Um, I was surprised that even though they put the ban into effect, I was really surprised that they would make the liquor stores exempt from using the plastic bags because it's the same thing but i guess they don't want people bringing their own bags and the liquor you know the other thing about it because you you said the business you forgot you had left your bags in the car car. yeah right right you know you could just put yourself back in your car without the bag the bag that when you got to your car i do that a lot I do that a lot. I do that a lot. I do that a lot. But I've heard that happen before. But somebody was like, oh, man. Yeah, I just wait till I get in the car. Put this shit back in the car. And take it to your car and then back in I do that a lot. I do that a lot when I go to Safeway and stuff like that. The struggle with me comes when you go to these markets where you can't bring the car. Because like you say, humans, y'all be stealing the car. <laughs> what you say? That ain't my type of market. That's not my type of market anyway. Right. That's not my type of market anyway. But it was shocking that they would want to continue to have them at the um at the liquor store. And like I said, um the executive out there, Johnny Elzowski, he vetoed the bill, but the council overwrite that veto. So overwrite, overwrite, it says right here, right? So that is the term. They overwrite the veto. And so um, starting on November the 20th, it still is going to take some time for them to make that go back into effect. Overrode. Yeah, but he is saying overwrite. Or maybe it's their term. But they, 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 so they overrode. But when no, you're saying it to us, they, they overrode. To unable. Okay, listen. Okay. You're right. I didn't say it in a complete sentence. The council was unable to overwrite that veto. Right. Right. Okay. Dagger. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they passed the bill that would allow liquor stores to remain exempt from the bag ban, meaning they can offer plastic bags. However, the executive and it was still put in the paper bag from the glass. And they do, right. I don't understand why you give an exemption to a liquor store anyway. Like liquor is even better than groceries. How's that possible? Yes. So the council and plastic now. But then I only want to the two things that are less. Less able less to be able recycled. To mm. glass, glass because it breaks into little pieces of you know glass, glass that, that can't be found. So that enters so that the environment, environment and usually kills animals too when they eat. But Baltimore County still got that once a week recycling going on, right? So but that's what I'm saying. Because, because you know, glass may break, break, it breaks, it breaks down, down to the point where birds end up eating it and it tears their insides apart. 
Have you ever seen the recycling people come and pick up your recycling and somebody put their bottles in I did it all the time. All that going up in the middle of the street. And you got to sweep it up. And neighbors throwing bridge crumbs out there for birds. And now you wonder why there's no more birds. Because they're dead. Because they ate their bread with glass in Hey, that's what we, that's what happened. We've been wondering where all the sparrows went. They were dead. That's what happened. They were eating glass. So they died. And plastic. Plastic, bread, and glass. Plastic. They were eating your plastic bread. And now they're back. And they're going to die. Oh my goodness. Well, just like the point money made, guys, you just got to remember to bring your bags. So that is one of the exemptions. Reusable bags. Reusable bags. And they do say that they charge five cents, but we know here in the city, it's been different free fees. So like I said, save your money. Make sure you wash them. Just use your bags. It is for the environment, guys. It's to stop the pollution, okay? It's to stop the pollution. So it was for a good cause. So currently, Howard County and Baltimore City, we've been into it, and um, and Arundel County, they've already voted on it. They voted in in June. They're going to well have a plastic bag ban as well. That is going to take effect January first of twenty twenty four. So they got a couple of months left. So I know people was trying to get around it, going to different counties um, and everything when the bans was happening. But you know, if it happened in one place. Um, far as that, and they got something to do like with the environment stuff, you know, it's going to trickle down in, in Merlin and throughout all of them talking, even though they in different counties and us being in the city, which is classified as our county, but it's the city, right? Uh, they talking. So yeah, it's going to go on effect everywhere in Merlin pretty much soon. Um, but it is in the counties and that just was a little something that I wanted to talk about. Cause I was like, wow. So they did all of that. And now the, the council all in Baltimore County, they want them to be able to still get plastic bags at the liquor store. I said, oh, it's some people on that board that drinks honey. And they, <laughs> they wasn't for it. They was like, oh no. Or somebody got a liquor store. Oh no. I, that's just what I was thinking. Y'all know I always, Gotta find a matter to laugh about, yeah, but weird, it is weird. always some truth in every joke. Huh? Like, what is the point of giving it to the alcoholics? I told you, Jeff. I don't get it. I gotta look into that. I gotta look into that president of that city council and look at his thing, see if he got any DUIs, WIs, or any type of what you think, because there's something going on. Because like I say, they ain't going to get them plastic bags. John, 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 he's the one that vetoed it. Right. He tried to stop it. Yeah. 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 It's the he tried to stop it. Needs to be investigated for why they voted for liquor stores to have plastic bags. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You don't want to try your groceries from plastic bags. You'd rather have your alcohol from plastic bags. Right. And That's then weird. not even saying it like that, the liquor stores in Baltimore County don't even really operate or function in like the hours, like far as late up to two o'clock, like how it does in the city or whatever. But Just like I say, what liquor store was like, well, we need our plastic bags. We need our plastic bags anyway. I'm trying to tell you, it was somebody on that board that's a drinker. 
and was right, told, oh, no, they still only gave up If you put a six foot of beer, they're going to put it in a paper bag. That's what I thought. If you put a 24 pack of beer, then you can put it in a big paper bag. So you can cover up that alcohol. That was the whole point of the paper bag process. That's what I thought. Alcohol wouldn't be. Remember how you used to your old your parents and um you know old heads walking around with their liquor bottle wrapped in plastic paper bag. It wasn't in a plastic bag; it was a paper bag. Look, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's how it didn't make sense. I know it's not a liquor lobby. It's like we need plastic bags for our glass bottles. Oh no, I ain't going in this store and gotta carry my liquor out. I said, so I don't know. You been doing it? I don't know. I don't know. But they're also in the city in certain markets, you know, when you take your bags in there. That's why I just put them in my pocketbook. Thank goodness I'm grateful. I always have a big enough bag, a purse or whatever to put them in there. Because some of them, you know, they want you to leave your bags at the front. Then you can't bag up. It, It does hold up a line. So it's different little stuff, but like I'm saying, it's for the better outcome, guys. So it's a bigger picture. We just looking at it as, you know, the inconvenience, which is a very small inconvenience if you look at it. And in the long run, it's going to make out. It's going to make out for a better world for us. So get used to it. Bring your bags or pay the five cents or wait how I've done several times till you get to the car. And bag up. People always catch me at my car bagging up. That's how I run into people at the market because, yeah, that's what I do. And I just walk it right on out. And if I can carry something in a box or something like that, I had gotten a routine from that from going to Aldi's, right? Because Aldi's been making you before all of this. And they was providing the plastic bags, but they were already charging for their bags. Aldi was already, you know, allowing you to take the boxes with all your merchandise in it as well as what else did they used to do you know the quarter for the cart so that that stopped a lot of the carts from being stolen so i i thought that that was a great idea whoever came up with that great idea from that market and these other markets that's in the city need to follow suit because this is a mess that you got to leave your groceries up by the store and go get your car and then come back i don't like it that's why I be going other places. Not that we got that many markets left in the city. I'm telling you. So I'd rather go to the county anyway. So I guess make sure I got them bags in the trunk. Because when I go to Baltimore County, and no more free bags unless I'm buying liquor. All right. <laughs> What's to the next thing? That's why I wanted to bring it up because that just was a little crazy to me. But I was like, okay, right? And what I was saying earlier when I was saying I was being a little hateful because I remember um, associates and stuff that I have in the county. Oh, it was like a hoop to them. It was so funny. Like, oh, goodness. Why y'all can't have bags? No one really seen the bigger picture of, you know, for the environment and to prevent the pollution and like Moni said, our animals eating um, plastic and eating, you know, glass, even though they be eating the glass. And then also, you know, in Baltimore City, we got the recycling on one week. So stuff really be like backed up, backed up. But hopefully when this mayor thing come, I don't know if it's going to be Brandon Scott or Sheila Nixon, but hopefully Brandon 
is listening to all that because currently they are the front runners for the mayor. So pay attention, pay attention. And I know Sheila Dixon is real big on beautification of the city. So a lot of this stuff uh, that we see now, a lot of these raggedy roads, this recycling stuff, I'm pretty sure if she gets in the office, it's not going to be that way any longer. No way, Jose. Okay, that was a what and a what. That was right here happening in my hometown of Baltimore, Maryland. Got another what and a what. This really sends me like, ugh, what in the world? It is a man <laughs> who went into the hospital, y'all. Hold on, I got to pull this up because I'm straight reading this off of here, right? This guy name is George Piano. Okay, George, okay, he is suing the state of Washington and two doctors. After he goes into the hospital to get his appendix removed, and they remove the wrong parts. Remove the wrong parts so much so where he is now having to wear a colostomy bag. Yes, y'all. Oh, my goodness. We talk about surgeries. We talk about operations. I didn't had some. We talked about the seriousness of that. You definitely have to be grateful if you ever went in for any type of procedure and all went well. Because this right here is just hateful. Like, how does that happen? He went in for his appendix, right? It took a piece of his colon. A piece of his colon. Why? Chill. So, like I mentioned, he's suing them. Uh, he filed a suit, a civil suit on November the, the 2nd. And this allegedly happened at the University of Washington Medical Center, UWMCN. And yeah, they're suing him for negligence. Um, the amount that he is seeking has not yet been disclosed. Um, and yeah, it's a suit for box botched operation, right? How many times too have you ever gotten an operation and get you to sign documentation where you later cannot sue? But also in this case, like, are you serious? I gotta wear a bag, y'all cut out my colon and not my appendix. And then it wasn't caught until he was like in more severe pain, like later. Like, he's like, wait a minute, I went in to get my appendix removed. Why is my stomach hurting more after I got the surgery? I'm still kind of feeling this pain. And I think he went, like, full follow-up, and then it was discovered. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. After the operation, he started feeling a lot more abdominal pain, worse than before his surgery. This is all what is being stated inside of the lawsuit. So the doctors then did a repeat of the CT scan. You feel me? They 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 did a Muskisi scan. Um it was a, it was inflamed and his appendix was still inside of him. It was still inside of him and that's when he was coming to get removed. So they're like, wait a minute. And that's when that investigation began and he found out that a part of his colon was actually removed. And now he's having to wear this. They said that he doesn't 
Um, his whole abdomen is kind of deformed. Um, he no longer has a belly button because of this. Um, that was his attorney, Edward Moore, making that type of making that statement. But yes, y'all, can you even imagine? I have talked to people before about just the eeriness of being put to sleep. Everyone knows when it comes to a surgery and in a hospital, who's the best friend? The anesthesiologist, right? The one who can give you that medicine that makes you feel no pain. The one who is going to put you to sleep to be able to get the surgery done, right? That'd be the best friend. They put that stuff up in you, tell you to count sometimes, tell you to what's your name, get to talking to you and you out. And the next thing you know, you are being woke up. You don't know what happened. Oh, how long you was under the knife. Nothing. They just wake you up. It's an airy feeling. I'm telling you, it's so strange. I hate it. I hate to have to get surgeries. I do. Because a lot of times we don't think about the possibility of things like this happening. Like this guy was going in there to address one thing. And now he has another issue because he was asleep under the anesthesiology. You know, he, I'm sure he had confidence in his doctors to perform the correct surgery and just look what happened. And I don't think we think about that enough. Of course, with all of this modern day and advanced technology in a medical field, a lot of us are a lot more safer where um, tragedies, I don't think happen as frequently, like people losing their lives, but it does happen. And things like this also do happen. We just don't hear about it all the time. It's people that go in for surgeries and unfortunately do not make it out of surgery. It's people who go into surgery like Mr. Piano and come out with the wrong thing being operated on. I've heard several stories like people leg something, they go pose to get a toe amp amputated and they took their whole leg or, you know, it just be, it be a lot, you know, it be a lot. I know the surgical team and the medical staff, a lot of times they have surgery scheduled back to back, back to back. Um, that sleep, and that field is very scarce. <laughs> it's very scarce. They are doing a lot of overtime. But for the life of me, I just cannot imagine how you make a mistake like that. And that's why I'm one of them people, baby. When I go into that surgery and I'm talking to that doctor, I be keep on asking them, oh, yeah, is this, is that? Because I know a lot of times they mock on you, too. So I don't know because of this being kind of all in his abdominal area. I'm not sure if they marked and or where it went wrong or how they got it wrong, but I know they do that too because every time that I've had to go and get surgery and it's been murder, I ask a lot of questions. I've been told, uh-uh, my left side, not my right side, uh-uh. I didn't, I didn't even play with a doctor. I remember one time before it was like, oh no, it's, and he marking on my right knee when I went to go get my meniscus repaired, right? And I'm like, hold on, what you doing? It's my left knee. And he went over there to read that file, baby. He's like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm making sure you on your stuff. <laughs> it's the right one. You got it right. 
all you're going ahead to do is repay it. So, yeah, y'all, this type of stuff happens. Oh, it's hateful. It is hateful. And not only did they do that, right? So after he got that surgery, he got the wrong thing. They did not remove his appendix. They took a piece of his colon, right? He had to get additional ones because they took the piece. His colon was leaking. And he had to get additional surgeries. And was it at this hospital? Because I dad going sure would be scared to even let them touch me. So I guess that way the deformity comes from a little bit from them just continuously had to operate on this man's stomach to correct an error that they made. Oh, that's the hateful part. That is the hateful part. That is a what and a what. What would you do, y'all? What would you do? Prayers up for you, Mr. Piano, Mr. Ed. Did I say it was Ed Piano? It just, that was very interesting to me. So I wanted to speak about his story. Yes, George Piano. Um, and right there on the picture, that is his wife, Elizabeth. Yes. And yeah, UWMCN, they are coming for you because y'all messed this man up. He had to get four additional surgeries after y'all did the one incorrectly. Yeah. And he has the, I think that says colostomy, but this says um, I-L-E-O. S-T-O-M-Y. So I'm assuming that that is a colostomy bag, but I'm not exactly sure. No, we're not going to do that. Put that down. No. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Don't say nothing. Put it down and go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. We're not going to do that because I was already getting on the guy before I came up in. You know, I got my background noise and my background bloopers because that's just how it go. But I felt it very, very interesting. So just look at it. This guy has had a total of five surgeries to correct something that they messed up. And I wondered if they go ahead to go back in and take his appendix out too. Yeah, of course, because that was initially where he went there to get done, right? Oh, I would be scared of University of Washington Medical Center Northwest. Yes, I would. All of this is allegedly, but I'm sure he got his documentation. He's suing the state and he's suing the two doctors. Who did this? Now, all of this occurred um, last year, and he's suing because he this year has dealt with a lot of other medical issues that required the additional surgeries. So I guess after it happened, I don't know if it was his move to do the civil suit. Um, I guess he was like, okay, a, a mistake or whatever might have you. But then after having to suffer, and get all these other surgeries that you wouldn't have needed if they operated you on you right the first time, then yeah, he like, no, they owe me. And rightfully so, because they will be paying. I will, be, I will have a whole brand new stomach, Mr. Piano. I do not blame you, but I'm sure you are taught of being cut on. So that was just, that was like really, really crazy to me. I don't know what this is, but what was another one that was real, real crazy to me? These my what and what's. I'm just calling them out, y'all. 
And then at the end of the show or by the end, of course, I got to do my shots out. And while we're talking about operation, I can give a shout out early. Shout out to my best friend, Muff, who got everybody calling me best friend. Shout out to him. I hope he's resting and healing well tonight. Yes, my friend Muff got his operation um, today on his knee. And he didn't just sit down and stop trying to play softball, but that's never going to happen. That is like his therapy. That's what he loves to do. Um, aside from working on calls every day, okay? Working on calls every day, but not the weekend and not at the five. His office hours are not <laughs> to five. But Muff is up at the shop. I cannot call the name off right now, but it's right on North Avenue and Chester Street. Very replicable um, mechanics, him and the other guy out there. And if you need some service, that is the place to go. But he is resting up. He's going to be out for a while. Shout out to Muff. Muff, we love you. We hope you feel better now that you had to get that BKL, that Brazilian knee lift. I'm joking him. <laughs> he said he was going to be watching tonight because he's one of the people that I get to on like Muff. He do not even watch them. So he like, fine, I'll be. Da, 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 da. Okay, so he said that while he out, he going to catch up and go through some. So he's going to see me talking about him a couple of times on here. But I'm glad all went well. He did send me a text. I'm glad all went well and then cut my front foot off instead of fixing his knee. <laughs> so it was like a microscopic surgery. They didn't have to cut um, the outside real bad. I think they went in, you know, a couple of holes like they did mine when they fixed my meniscus. And mind you, I need to go back and get mine's uh, seen or taken care of. But I'm proud of Muff because Muff be handling that business about his knee. I'm starting to think that he's a little addicted to it, like a tattoo, because I told him, you better not get another um, operation on his knee. He need to sit down. So he home and he resting. And kudos to the staff out in Simonium, out at that surgical center, who operated on my friend correctly because I done had a botch one too. Dr. Wynn down at this Mercy, uh, and I love Mercy, but he jacked your girl up. He jacked your sister up. Uh, <laughs> but all that, look, alleged, right? All of it is alleged. I don't have no lawsuit with Mr. Piano, dude, because they really, really jacked him up. Now, if that ain't a what in a what, given a what in the world, I don't know what to call it. So if you've ever had a surgery, you've ever been in that type of situation where you had to go under that knife, under that laser, whatever they're using to fix you on up, and they put you to sleep. Oh, baby, you better be grateful that you made it out of that because there's some hateful stuff that can go on and can happen, okay? All right, all right, all right. I got to get this. Hold on. Let me get this shout out, too. Right now, right now, right now, because we always talking about some hateful stuff, but I'm going to say I'm grateful <laughs> for my followers, for everyone who has liked the page, everyone who has viewed the show, commented, and all that other good stuff. I started over here in the school and um, want to give a shout out to one of the best special ed teachers. Yes, in Baltimore City from New York. Ms. Johnson. Well, Ms. Johnson is right now. I believe it's Ms. Gunn or whatever, but everyone knows her as Ms. Johnson. But I got to give a shout out to Ms. Johnson because let me tell you, since I've been in there 
And I told sister, oh, I do my show, I do my podcast. Sister has been listening. She has been referring other people to my page, letting other people know about it. And that is certainly love. Ain't know me from a can of pain, okay? So you get the picture. That's love. I told y'all, my outer side, out, out of towners, even though she here in Baltimore now, those are the ones who show love. And a special shout out to my little fam. Yes, my little fam, who she told me has been watching me. Her son. Uh, hold on. I had it right. Nah, year. Nah, year. Oh, my goodness. It was on the top of my tongue. Forget me, fam. Forgive me. Forgive me. Because now I'm like, wait a minute. Nala and Naya. Naya. I'm going to get it. I'm going to give y'all a shout out. But that is my fam. I gave a shout out. You know, Miss Johnson kids. So they know who I'm talking about. Naya. Naya. I believe I'm saying it correctly. If not, forgive me, fam. But thank you for watching. Okay. Chess Real loves y'all. Thank you, Miss Johnson, for showing me love, letting everybody know about my show. When you traveled up to New York um, this weekend, you were viewing it, um, and I appreciate you so very much and for sending people to my page and liking it and sending me the request and all that at a drop of a hat, just like that. Oh, she is that. I think I first said this. You know, look, I'm giving away your whole government, right? I gave away your government, your last... And your married name. Mm -mm. Y'all better mind your business. But yeah, she is a great special ed teacher over here at FLT Prep Academy. And she is definitely supporting me with this thing. So you got to, got to, got to love that. All right. We always talking about, did I just now throw it away? I did. What's one of the main things, y'all, that we got to be grateful for? Come on, talk to me. Is it to be alive today? What you thinking? What you thinking? Is it to be alive today? I believe so. And if you don't think so, I don't know. But you better live. But this next what and a what? Hold on now. So we know as time goes on, people have different ways of different ideas of how they would like to lay their loved one to rest. You know, now we have facilities that are doing, um, like, I forgot the process, but kind of like turning your family member into like marsh, putting them back into the land. Um, we have people that prefer cremation. Um, cremation, we have some people that prefer to be in a graveyard, right? I always say, even with me being spiritual, not necessarily tied to religions. I, I believe in Jesus Christ. Yes, I do. Yeah, I guess you can call me a Baptist. Uh, whatever. I believe in being baptized. I believe in the Father, the Son, uh, and the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times, you know, people who are faithful followers under the Christian faith, they say, girl, you got to get buried because... You know, when Jesus come back, you won't rise. He won't get you from the grave and everything. But my thing against it was, was like, as I got older, I realized these caskets or these tombstones getting a little closer. They used to be apart. I'm like, I know everybody ain't the same size, but I do know the hole is dig the same, but 
come on, these, them, them, them headstones be like this, side by side. It used to be spot. You could used to could walk through it. You can't even walk through really without walking on someone's grave. So that's why I used to be against somebody. No, I don't want to be in no graveyard because I'm not necessarily going to be there. My remains are not going to be there. Also, I didn't want my family or my loved ones that I was leaving behind hadn't feel any type of way about coming up to a grave site. You know, it's, sometimes it's hard. I feel some type of way about my family that's buried. My dad who's buried, um, since he was buried, I hadn't been up there. You know, our intentions be well. We say we're going to go there, visit him on the grave site and everything else like that. But sometimes it just does not work like that. So I didn't want my loved ones at the out of transition to be stuck in that or had to feel any type of way that they can't come to my grave, that they can't put flowers in my grave, that they can't clean it off and everything else like that because I'm gone. I'm gone. I mean, that's my headstone. That's my name that you pay all this money for, but I'm gone. And if they was to dig it up, it ain't going to be nothing but a, a skeleton. Nothing but a skeleton and probably my readers, they wouldn't be read anymore, would they? Would they say, no, they would stay read. But that was my reserve against going into the graveyard, y'all, right? So I was like, oh, no, I do not. But this was definitely a what in the world for me. And Denver, Colorado is a funeral home. A funeral home, y'all, where the owners of this funeral home have been arrested. They've been arrested because they had decaying remains of nearly 200 people there. Now, this funeral home had ran into several financial hardships. I believe also everyone always says starting the COVID, but no, it's real. It's real. That did bring definitely some hardships for me. So I definitely couldn't say that it did not for someone else. Um, but John and Carrie Hallford were arrested in Wagona, Oklahoma, on suspicion of three felonies, abuse of a corpse, money laundering, and forgery. Also, a crematory that was doing business with them actually stopped doing business with them because they were no longer getting paid. So they did have a whole bunch of financial hardships here, right? Now, what they said that they were offering was, hold on. I'm trying to get the funeral name for you guys. Okay, so John Hallford owns Return to Nature Funeral Home because I believe they're doing the process of they do the crematory and then they also do um, cremation and the green burials. So the green burials is when they don't embalm you um, and all that other stuff. They kind of just like turn you into like yeah, mosh, like dirt, you know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, and they put you back into the land. Um, but the company started in 2017. The name of this funeral home, again, is Return to Nature Funeral Home that was in Penrose. Um, Penrose is about 100 miles away from Denver. It's a small town there, um, south of Denver. It's about 100 miles south of Denver. Um, so the remains were recently found. On October the 4th, by authorities at the neighbors was complaining of an awful, an awful, awful, a terrible, terrible smell. And honey, if you ever had a dead mice, 
dead mice. <laughs> Look, I was say mouse, but mice, it was more than one. But a dead mouse in your house or just anything dead, okay? A rotten piece of fruit. And you know how bad that can stink? Imagine a body with all of the organs, blood, and all that. Yes, women. I hate to get real TMI, right? But y'all already know we come on our cycle, right? We had them pads and all that other stuff, and we put it in the trash can. I oh, throw mine's out, not to sit, especially if it's in the summertime. That stuff stinks. So I can only imagine what these neighbors were smelling, okay? Um, originally, they didn't think they had that that many. It was a little bit over 100, but after the investigation has carried on up into this month, this happened back in October, starting October the 4th, they've actually found almost 200 bodies, 189 to be exact. Now, the day after it was reported and they went there, they began an investigation and they began to find these bodies, right? Whoever oversees it there, okay? They called him and they questioned him, I guess, about these courts that he has that came. And he claimed that he was actually practicing taxidermy there, right? But I don't think that was true. So he went on to lie, okay? The company started in 2017. They offered the cremations and the green burials without them blowing fluid, okay? Um, so within um, years, they started to have different issues with their finances. They mixed tax payments. Um, they were um, evicted from another one of their properties. And they were sued by the crematory that I told you um, that stopped doing business with them because they were not getting their money when they were being billed. Um, so all of this is according to the public records and doing interviews and everything else like that. Uh, but the disrespect, this is so hateful. Um, it just also saying that Colorado has one of the, the weakest oversights of funeral homes in the nation. Um, actually, this funeral home, Penrose funeral home, um, that these whole force own, Actually, their license or something expired like 10 months ago. And someone was just reaching out to them about that. Like it expired in November of 2022. And then someone had reached out to them. I'm thinking, what, September? Because now it would be a year later about it. And yeah, they just was reaching out to them. So this was faulty for a while. This was faulty for a while. So they started in 2017. They had their business, but of course, with many businesses came issues. But this right here, why well, I wanted to bring it up, like a what in the world, like this right here just ain't right. You know, regardless of however way you are deciding to lay your family to rest or however you are deciding you want to be laid to rest, this right here just ain't right. So almost 200 families who thought they were taking their loved one to this facility for the cremate to get cremated or to receive this green burial, none of that happened. They just got your loved one and they're laying in there, decaying. That is a mess. That's atrocious. That's an atrocious thing to do let alone the smell that the neighbors must have been smelling from all of this just sitting around. Like, how do you do that? How do you not 
reach out. I mean, like, like, like we all can acknowledge with businesses or starting your own business, I'm sure it's not easy. I've tried several times, okay? Haven't really gotten one that has been flowing how I need it to flow. Um, but it's not easy running your own business and you being that front runner. I get that. It's not easy. But to be blessed with the opportunity to own a funeral home, because when I was younger, I used to say I wanted to get involved with that as well. But to have this funeral home, which is a lucrative business because someone's always dying, right? And people are always nowadays looking for different ways to lay their loved ones to rest, right? So it was like, y'all come in business 2017. Y'all start having all these financial issues because y'all was getting people money because everybody know the celebration of life, funeral, whatever you call it, is getting more and more expensive day by day. So y'all knew y'all was having these issues and yet y'all was still doing business, still letting people bring their family in there, knowing y'all wasn't there. After the first one, I'm going to say the second. After the second one, come on, John Hallford. You know you were supposed to. That just ain't right. That's just, that's, that, that, that's just, that's just hateful. And that's why you got to be grateful, y'all. You got to be grateful. If you ever had to experience that and go through laying your loved ones to rest and you had a good experience or it was a funeral home that dealt with you in a respectful manner and respectfully laid your loved one to rest the way that they they wished for and it was not no issues be grateful because you got stuff like this happening stuff like this happening 200 bodies and then it took a neighbor to call. They was going to keep on going. Because the only way that the investigation pursued, it was not because of the business license being expired. Now, at this point, a year later. So you're talking about business practices there in that state to oversee the funeral homes. Oh, yes, they definitely got one of the weakest ones to allow this to go on for so long. But they have put into effect where they do not have to have um, permission to inspect funeral homes. So they don't need the consent of the funeral home owner to inspect them any, anymore. They don't need that. They don't need that. So if the state comes to inspect the business there uh, in Colorado and you're running a, a funeral home, you won't have any additional free fees, but basically they can come in anytime and look at your stuff and make sure it's right. And then after something like this happening, I'm thinking they're going to be coming out a lot more often than they was. So if you in Colorado and you got a funeral home going on, get on your stuff because they didn't got John. They didn't got John. And I hope all these almost 200 bodies haunt him. Haunt him and his wife, Curry. Because there's just no excuse for that. That's, that's just so disrespectful. I was like, 
Wow. So it looks like John Hoffer is being held at the Muskogee County, Oklahoma jail, um, even though it's no indications or no information that his wife is being held there as well. But yes, these are definitely going to be felonies. Felonies. Didn't I tell y'all that before? Yeah, they're going to be fel felonies. And then when they called <laughs> the director of the state office of the Friendly Home and Crematory Registration, talked to him on the phone after they came here, after they found the, the courts, after they found one body, then they got to looking around. They say, hold on, wait a minute. It's over 100 bodies. It's about 115. Then they kept on investigating. And they say, hold on, wait a minute. It's almost 200, 189. So the director of the Friendly Home and Crematory Registration, who actually was slipping on his job because their registration had expired for 10 months before anybody even went out in October, right? Because of the neighbors complaining of the horrific smell. And then you ask them, well, what's going on with these corpses at your facility? What's going on with this decaying? And he'd say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm practicing texting. <laughs> oh my goodness, what they say? Lord, take the wheel. Because that just makes my mind crash. That right there is absurd. Go ahead. Now I got my other little buddy right here. My other little Dougie. Kobe, you're going to have to wait till I get off. They definitely is trying to distract me. But I'm grateful. Not hateful, you guys. Y'all know I got to plug my topics. And I'm going to keep on plugging my different on topic y'all not talking to me tonight but that's all right please know that the chats is always open even after hey i get up off the and you look at the show feel free to go ahead and talk you're gonna be talking to yourself like no no you're not because i always come back and watch my show and i will try to comment and everything else like that and then Marnie, he ain't really talking to me tonight either he got probably on his which name because yesterday was guess who birthday it was? I can get him the shot. It was Monty's birthday. Hey, Monty. I'm over here. It's still your birthday. It's still your Earth Day. I'm planning. I'm planning. I'm planning. I'm planning. I'm planning. Oh my goodness, that's what you in on. <laughs> That's what you looking. You you straight to the DR on them. Yes, yes. Just the DR on the cross. I'm out of here. Okay. He going to the DR. He going to the DR on December the 12th, and he say he don't care who ain't going. I'm not worried about nobody else. It's just about me. He, he ain't worried about nobody else. Marnie say, I'm out of here. He is long overdue, and Marnie is like going to withdraw from not mm -hmm. being home. He, he He's homesick. It's affecting my mood very badly. My mood is, is, mm -mm, mm -mm, no bueno. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at him. He even talking in his native tongue. But <laughs> <laughs> no bueno. That's no good for those who that's no good. No good for those who was out here. But yes, money, you better live. I'm happy to hear that you are ready to go back home 
one uh, in December, but I know mm -hmm. you were looking forward to going over there on your big um, birthday. And mm -hmm. then also party right tomorrow now. or Saturday, you got to call your sister too. Because I look, I was like, oh my goodness, that's cool. Um, mommy and his sister both are Scorpios. Yeah, we're two, yeah, days, we're two apart. days apart. It's like the two of y'all and y'all two days apart. <laughs> look, so you know, I clocked all of that because I gave her a happy birthday shout out when I was online. So it's like, hold on a sec. Omani oh, birthday was okay. How <laughs> special is that? I was like, is the two of them, they are so close in their birthday, are two days apart. So yeah, they get it. They get each other mm -hmm. all the way. So you gotta call Sissy, you gotta call Sissy up because when I gave her a shout out, she did say that she trying to go back to the um spot. Um, oh, the moves. which was moves, yes. And Moni wanted to go. Right, Moni wanted to tonight, go yesterday. Tonight. I went last night. Like you did? Yeah. Good. Good. Moni said he's going, he's going to carry out. And when my um accounts, because the way my stuff set up, <laughs> when they come back on the right side, you know I got you. That and some lilies, okay? <laughs> okay, that and some lilies. But yes, happy birthday, Marnie. Marnie is a Thank Scorpio. A lot of Scorpios, I'm telling you, they definitely have been raining. The Scorpios is out here. Um, shout out to um, Mr. Kenny. Mr. Kenny over in the rock. His birthday was on November the 2nd. I know he was like, you ain't give me no shout out. Well, you forgot my birthday. And I was so, uh, I got you. It's birthday. birthday. Huh? Today, Nicole. Today, Nicole birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Nicole! <laughs> Goodness gracious! Oh, so that's why y'all get each other. Yeah. That's why y'all be like <laughs> and be laughing and yeah, <laughs> and definitely yes. Meanwhile, yes. Well, the Scorpios are still <laughs> striking. Okay, because that's not just like that. And the next season, you don't want them to. Do that for no reason. So just lay low because it's still Scorpio. Uh oh, uh oh, season. And your Sagittarius, you are up next. I apologize if I forgot to give you a birthday shout out, or I did not acknowledge oh, you. Oh, That's right. That's right. I want to give a I'm shout out. Shout out um, to, to sisters. Oh man. Yeah, go get it. Go get it. Just the sweet. sweet. Oh, the it's sweet cool. that it's you just knew. That's a cupcake That's a cup spot. spot. They got cupcakes, they put in. What else? I had a cupcake with ice cream yesterday. Mm. It was really, really good. Um, they were uh, 24 they were in Baltimore. Baltimore. 26? 25th. 25th. 25th? What's the name mm -hmm. of that spot? Sister Sweet. Sister Sweet. Oh, the Sister Sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they. Oh yes, they are so good. Them sisters, them <laughs> sisters, and Moni, I can second that. Like you just now said, it was really good because what they were doing was at first they was traveling around, so they had yeah, like they got a, 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 a mobile. Yes, and they also sing, so they do like right, so they do like singing telegrams and different things like that before. Yeah, someone had. Got got it for me before, and then also when I went to an event, they were there. They had like they have six cupcakes. I think like a dozen might have been, um, or no, six cupcakes for twelve, or 
Oh, for 15 And at first, I was like, six cups of eggs for $15. But, baby, they had an assortment of cups. Yeah, these I wasn't just, these wasn't a, just no regular cupcakes. I had an actual cinnamon cupcake. That's what I ate yesterday. I had a strawberry shortcake cupcake. A snickerdoodle cupcake. Yes, I had that one. This one is. It's a caramel cupcake. But I got four. I got four. Mm. Four was for like fifteen. Four was like fifteen, and it was like twenty, and then it was like eight for forty. Right. And see, this was a while ago. That's what I'm saying. So I think when I was at the um, community, it was a um, a bonfire given by um, Mason Home um, Group um, Realtors. Shout out India, India Whitlock, definitely doing big things. A queen from Baltimore City. Um, definitely doing big things in the real estate and she's also a developer because she's building them now from the house. I mean, from the ground on up. Um, but I went to one of her events and Sister Sweets was there. And yes, I bought the six cupcakes and it was so much of a variety. I didn't know what to pick from. But at first I was like, what, $15? But baby, it was worth it. If it's 20 now for that six, I definitely will play that because it's like go it's like gourmet. And you taste every flavor. The presentation is top notch. Everyone on was moist, melting mm -hmm. your mouth That's like so good. good. They was moist. Yes. Not overly sweet. I mean, like even with the different flavors and stuff, like the snickerdoodle one I had. I think I had the strawberry shortcake. I can't. I mean, it was an Oreo one or something but like not overly sweet the presentation is just so nice i'm telling you if you go up there you ain't gonna want to sham so yeah <laughs> shout out the sister sweets i'm not sure if they still do their singing telegrams and everything else like that but look you know where to find them now i was not aware they was on 25th street yeah yeah see money i ain't messing with you <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from all of that for a little while. That sugar and everything. I'll say that. Y'all see how fat my face is? And everything. So I've been doing kind of, kind of good. But I got to go up there and get me. I got to treat myself. Go up there to Sister Sweets. Um, probably go holler at them. Um, Marnie, put my order in for you. Thanksgiving them pies. All and, right. Um, and get some cupcakes from Sister Sweets. Because, baby, <laughs> them sisters... Them sweet is really, a really, really Yes, it's really, really good. And Marnie, he has that baker's thumb because I taste a cake from Marnie too before that I thought was like store-bought. Not that it wasn't. It was just like extra good and it was extra <laughs> moist. So I just couldn't. Like, you made this. He like, yeah. And then it was like put together right. You know, like it really looked, it wasn't crumbling. It wasn't bumbling, you know. So it just right, made yeah, it like, Your question, like, the one question you asked me was, how did you make How your icing look like that? Like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I, I, I like for my cakes to always look like the icing as well. Right. And it looked good and it was smooth. But the very I first cake I had, the very first one that I got from you didn't have icing on it. It was like a, um, I can't remember. I don't want to say it was, it was nut bread. Yes. Baby. 
baby. Let me tell you, it was moist. I think I was sitting down there because you know when you first go to somebody else, you be on your P's and Q's, so you be like, I don't want X for too much. I don't want to do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I was sitting right in morning business. Like, I ain't gonna do too much. They already told me he don't like people, so I ain't gonna do. <laughs> yeah, right. So, baby, I remember I was thirsty. Money was like, you want a piece of banana rubber ass? So at first I was like, no, because I was like, it's going to be dry. It's going to make my mouth dry. <laughs> baby, I popped that nut bread in my mouth. I was so, mm, it got this mouth together. It was so moist, and it quenched my thirst. <laughs> it quenched my thirst, and then I got some water afterwards, but I was looking like, oh, my goodness, I am so <laughs> glad he offered me a piece because... <laughs> It was so good. It was so, so good. So trust me when I say that Monty can bake. He can bake very, <laughs> very well. So if he's giving these sister sweets the kudos, trust and believe. Oh, yeah. It oh, was yeah. good, good. It was good, good. And then he's also a Scorpio. So, you know, a Scorpio, they can't. They can't. <laughs> they can't, <laughs> and not in his season. Not in his season, baby. Right, he right. he might. You know, we we, um, my best friend took me to this place yesterday. I guess he thought this is what I would have wanted. <laughs> but it was pretty good. We went. I can't remember what the place was called. Like fire or something. There's some of them here. I've never heard of them before. But it's like a subway, but more subway. Okay. And we wrote all the LGCs. For, for this, this one particular, one particular sub. sub. It's called the it's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving sub. sub. So it's a sub so that's made of cranberry turkey. It's, it got stuffing on, on it. I got one. Minus the cranberry sub. I'm not a fan. Never been one. But it was delicious. I like cranberry sauce, but only I went to the DC again to get just to get the sandwich. Okay. Oh, you wrote the DC? Which was really, really good. Okay. So was it like um was it like it was it was like real turkey? Real turkey, real, real turkey. turkey. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like jelly. It was actually real turkey. Real turkey. turkey. Yeah. I can see it. I mean, we we smush it all together now, mouth anyway. Exactly. exactly. Doing Thanksgiving. Really it's just that I would not like they don't have it here yet in, in their um, location that they have here. It's just not available here yet. I don't know if it's ever coming. I'm gonna tell you what exactly okay yes definitely shout out the name i was able to go down in dc too for my birthday my cousin ife took me down there to kitchen and cocktails everything was really really good but that right there that just that sounds good because you know that's what we do you know when thanksgiving come you mash everything up on that floor i want my plate to look pretty but as you're biting a piece of turkey you're putting the macaroni and cheese on your fork the stuffing everything together Firehouse, Firehouse Seven. That's what it was called. Firehouse. I never heard okay. of it before. But it's a, it's a, um, it's a, several locations here in Maryland. Maryland but I had never heard of it before. before. And, no. and, and I was I was, I was, I was, I was surprised. Firehouse. I don't think I've heard of them either. I'm trying to see what I was going to go. All right, it's one on security. Go ahead. It's one in Timonium. It's one in Owens Mills. Savannah Plaza. Laurel, Laurel, not in Baltimore. Not in Baltimore but they don't have that sandwich. But they don't have, that, don't sandwich. have that sandwich. <laughs> so you wrote all we did DC for that sandwich. Well, I'm glad I, it was I, 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 I was riddled. Well, well, you was, I was, a I was driven. 
Yeah, I was driven. Yeah, I was driven. You was driven. He said he was ridden. I was a passenger. Mm. passenger. Mm. Mm. Do you tell? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Deep South. So, yeah, so you got my mouth all watering. I can't wait to Thanksgiving. And that's why I'm just like so grateful. Um, it's a little bit hateful to me. There is a lot of people that are near and dear to me that unfortunately will not be here this year to celebrate a holiday where we get to reflect on those things that we are thankful for. Um, so many people that I'm missing every year. Unfortunately, it dwindles down. It's some people that are here today that will not make it to Thanksgiving and be able to embrace their family, their friends, or anything else. Um, I think it's a lovely thing. I know a lot of people are doing Friendsgiving. There's a lot of people out here without family. And there's a lot of people, just like I said, who have family and friends that have transitioned that they used to celebrate the holiday with before and can no longer do that. Um, so by all means, if you know someone who is in that situation, I know they probably don't want to be around people or whatever else like that. Take them a plate, call them up, let them know that you're still grateful to have them here. Um, and just like this whole month, even though, you know, I started off the show saying we are all confronted with hateful stuff. We've been through it, haven't we? Some of you are still going through it. I am, I can tell you. Um, and even though we don't have a lot of times, you may not have a reason to smile. Let your reason be that you smile because you have to. Because if you really, really, truly think about it, no matter how hateful it was, no matter what is going on, with all this stuff, I call out the what and the what's, no what in the worlds, no matter what. Be grateful. You living, right? So you better live. Be grateful, y'all. Be grateful. Be grateful. I got to get some of this last stuff up out of here before I get up out of here. Yes, it's almost coming to an end. But you know, I'll be back again. Next Thursday, same time at seven, same station. Be exposed. Oh, oh, yes, we, we do have a commercial, have a commercial break. break. Oh, we do got a commercial, so that's good because maybe I can clear my throat. I told you I'd be drowning here. I got wood and everything else like that. Mm -hmm. But we have a commercial, and we'll be right back. Check it out. Thank you. Thank you. Today, our teacher taught us about a place called Africa. She say our mamas come from Queens over there. That means that we, royalty. <laughs> I don't need you to love me. Afternoon, I need me a wife. Even if we have to part, you and me, us, us have one heart. I don't need Get off my land! You... I'll write you every day! Nothing but death can keep me from it! 
You must ain't got no kinfolk around these parts. All I had was my sister. <laughs> she was the only one ever loved me. I'm gonna hold my head up. I'm gonna put my shoulders back. It's time for you to see the world. There's gonna be some changes made. Put it on. This ain't me. Hush. We need to look like we belong. Let's see the smile and color. Sweet and loving God. Showing my heart to the folks that I'm close to. Now it's okay. We are more than just kings and queens. We are at the center of the universe. Oh, yes, I... That was a good commercial. Looks like a great movie. I want to see it. I know there's some updates in that too. I think they've came to an agreement or something. So uh, more movies. You y'all aware of the strike and everything? So more movies, more sitcoms. I guess are ready to be back into a flat. I'm not a real big TV person, and more so now because I got radio. I got to get me a TV. <laughs> I got to get me a TV, a new TV. Everybody else in here watching TV but me. Ain't that something? That's how it be. That's how it be. Um, But that was like a great movie. Y'all go check that out. Y'all see when it's coming. And we can talk about it on the show. Yes, please. We can talk about it on the show. Um, But some of the last what and what ain't really a what and what because we already know what's up. When it comes to this and all of this Trump stuff. Yes, for anyone who does not know, I don't know where you've been, but you know, Trump um, trial was happening up in New York. You know, for all that fraudulent stuff, all that misappropriation of, or mis, what is this? Not appropriation, but misrepresentation of his income, of his finances, um, different things he did. Um, he fluctuated his net worth. To get certain deals with banks um, for lower interest rates, um, things of that nature. Um, so we talked before about his two sons, Eric and Donald Trump Jr. being called to the stand. And of course, what they were saying, I don't recall, basically not saying anything. And today, who was on the stand? Or was it yesterday? No, it was no, yeah, it was yesterday on the eighth. It was actually his daughter. Miss Ivanka, yes, that is Eric, not Eric. Okay, remember that. <laughs> That's Miss Ivanka right there. Now, now, all of Trump's children, I don't know what has been um, about Iv Ivanka, but I didn't really have the distaste in my mouth for her as I did the sons. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I was seeing Eric with his duh, duh, duh moments before or whatever else the case. Um, but then also I had seen in some news where Ivanka has been some some stuff that is kind of like on a humanitarian side 
which is totally unlike the Trumps, in my opinion. And so it just gave me a different um, liking for her, but not that, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't love her nothing, but she's okay. But Ivanka Trump took the stand on Wednesday. Yeah, so yesterday um, morning, and the judge there um, who was overseeing this case brought about by the state's attorneys there, Miss Leticia James, is Justice Arthur Angeron. Um, and he kind of, they say, made a joke. Who she is if they don't know, kind of, I guess, trying to lighten um, the court, have you? Um, this case is happening right now in the New York, New York State Supreme Court in Lower Manhattan. Um, the favorite of, isn't that crazy? Because I said Ivanka has kind of been like my favorite. Um, but yes, people presume, was widely presumed that this is also Trump favorite um, child. She was welcome to the stand yesterday. Um, so the people called Ivanka Trump to the stand. And Ivanka's testimony was a little bit different than her brother's. Of course, um, she's saying that she has no kind of ties with the financial stuff. Um, she was initially listed as a defendant, um, like Trump and his two sons. Um, earlier when the, the case first came out for the 250 million lawsuit targeting her family's namesake in their business attire. Um, but she was dismissed from that in June. So it's kind of like Trump is on file, um, on, um, is the defendant and his two sons, but she was dismissed from this whole litigation in June. Okay. Um, so what? Leticia James, who they gotta always mention is a Democrat, but that doesn't have anything to do with why she brung this suit. But of course, Trump continues to say that, that this is the witch hunt. This is so that he can't get re-election and it's all fake news. Um, so in the line of questioning to Ivanka, they asked her about several statements about her knowledge of her father fluctuating his net income and everything else like that. I think she was trying to say that she wasn't aware. You know, she was saying during those times, she was spending a lot of her time um, focusing on different properties and everything else like that. However, it was different emails that were um, pulled that were involving Ivanka Trump, um, the bank in which they were trying to get and it's a, a very, very big loan um, because at that time, I think his network, in order to get this loan and this little interest, his network had to at least be $3 billion. Uh, she had cited in an in, in, in email in some type of way um, that that would be an issue, I guess, indicating that she knew her father um, was not worth that as well as a property. Um, but she's saying that she was you know, working on this stuff. And um, unlike her brothers, she did recall um, being asked about certain things like the GAAAP, which is the gap, which her brothers say they don't really have any knowledge of it. And basically the GAAP, the gap is the generally accepted accounting principles, um, a system often referred to as the GAAP. Um, she replied that she did recall being asked about that, um, during her deposition back before she was dismissed from the litigation. 
in June and her understanding was general and, and it was in the answer along with what her brothers were saying, but she did recall it. She she did recall being asked about that. They were saying that they don't even recall that or what's that or whatever. Um, so she took the stand. She was a little different. I'm I'm more likely to believe her. Um, and some of the correspondence in the emails, um, what it was saying is that she just was following up with Doral, which was the name of the, the Deutsche Bank um, that, that was discussing the financing with them. Um, so in one of the emails, she said, my father and I are very much looking forward to meeting with you um, tomorrow to discuss Doral. Um, that's one of them she wrote. Um, I have attached our investment memo as well as some basic information on our golf and hotel portfolios. Um, so she definitely was submitting information that had to do um, with their finances. Uh, let me see something else here that I felt was real crazy. The state pulled up in the December 2011 email from Ivanka in reference um, to all of this. And this email was allegedly sent by the witness to then Trump organization CEO, CFO, Alan Weaselberg and other company executives. Um, and in the email she wrote, it just doesn't get any better than this. That's discussed ASAP. Um, so the email addressed to him, they were saying that they as well had some questions about what his net worth was, if he had all the requirements as it was asking for him to actually be approved to receive this money from this financial institution, this bank. And yeah, he lied. Trump network was substantially lower than 3 billion in 2011. But that's what he pointed out. That's what he said. That's what he said. He told the bank that his networks was greater than 4 billion. So they saying it was definitely low, much lower than $3 billion, but he told them it was greater than $4 billion, okay? Um, she also testified that she was in no way, shape, or form involved uh, in the crafting of her father's financial statements. However, according to these emails, according to all of the evidence that's taking place, she might have not crafted the financial documentation, but she was involved in crafting the documentation to send to financial institutions to be able to receive finances for her family and for her father's name and for his empire. So um, in a mocked up term, of course, because we talked about Trump being able to kind of like recant a lot of this stuff and actually revise it on the documentation part. So a lot of this stuff uh, about his network and everything else like that, um, he, he revised it. So to Dutch Bank, the company lowered the net worth requirement um, to $2 billion. Yeah. So that was the term sheets, I guess, when they were all going through their litigation to get it, they lowered it because I believe it was definitely questions about if he 
was worth that or if he had that money or if he could sustain actually receiving whatever monies he was and it must have been who must have they wanted him to be worth three billion to get their money so you can only imagine what the money that he was trying to get from them but at that time he was telling them he was over worth more than four billion dollars and he wasn't even worth three and then on the markups of the term sheets and when they kind of went through or whatever he probably had his lawyers on there talking for him whatever they was trying to do the deal because trump you know back then up in new york with all these businesses i had spoken to before how he kind of got dragged into our culture when trump don't like black business if you don't know that by now i don't know what to tell you he got a couple of black friends he he wanted them races right he he wanted them they got a couple of friends so he can say oh yeah these are my friends and he does still have a lot of supporters that are from our nationalities and several others so i'm not going to say that only white people support trump because i know that is not true but that whole deal that they was talking about that was for something for the um old post office renovation project up there so all this was still like government stuff. The project involved the General Service Administration because the building is owned by the US government. Look, I don't wanna be reading off this paper and all this other stuff, but I do know that they were trying to not let these emails or something be shared uh, with not with the public because we talked about that before how we wish that this whole trial was being televised i mean it's good when you can get articles like this and they tell you information you can go and you can read and everything else like this but this right here is definitely historic we're not talking about just anybody we're actually talking about a former president a former president who is indicted indicted who is being charged with all of this mishandling of his funds and y'all want him to handle the ones for the country now that question is for the supporters y'all want him to handle questions of the, the the country no way it's a bit hateful but i'm gonna say i'm grateful trump is not in the white house and i and i truly hope and pray prayfully so that we'll never see him in that White House again. Prayfully so, we'll never see him in that White House again. Now, I don't know if this is a picture of Ivanka at the hearing yesterday, but look at her, just clean. She look clean, don't she? Clean and serene. Um, she definitely is giving me um, a little bit of his current wife um, vibes or whatever. What is her name? I always forget her name. First lady, that's crazy, right? Um, but y'all gotta read that. I always, a lot of times, find a lot of my news up. Oh, Melania, Melania, huh? Melania, Melania, yeah, his wife, Melania. I was saying Ivanka is kind of giving me Melania vibes right there. Yeah. Yeah, so while Ivanka Trump is testifying that she had no involvement in the crafting or development of any of the financial statements, um, these emails that have came out 
as she was giving her testimony is definitely making it known that that is not the case, that she knew about the problems, she knew about the discrepancies um, in the financing, finances that he was reporting, the main one being his network. So those what, those emails are bringing about that information that yes, it was a problem with the network, that she knew that her father was not worth that much or he was not, you know, over four billion. What was required was three, but he lied like how he did and, and gouged it. And I'm four, I'm four, I'm four billion. Um, so, and then that's a, that says a lot too, because not saying it like that, of course your children, you, you a, a lot of times if you're involved in something that isn't successful, it's only right to bring your children along, right? And kind of have them on that ride with you. You know, this is your legacy. Legacies are being made. Um, but it says something to me because, uh, like I said, for a while now, it seems to me like Ivanka has really been trying to separate herself. Like, not separate herself, but you don't really, yeah, you don't really see her. She wasn't really involved, even far as, like, the, the business side of it and stuff like that. She had stepped away. I know she had went on to venture on her own business with the Colvin line that, by the way, um, the Colvin wasn't that bad, but her association to her father, that kind of, like, destroyed that. You know, now you can go up in Macy's the last time I had seen a pair of trans, they was like 99 cent or something. Just trying to get rid of them, trying to get them on store. So I don't know if she's still running with that business, that clothing line or whatever. Um, but yeah, she had some nice stuff. I had bought like a little blazer or whatever for it was tight on my arms. I only got the wig like one time because of course I got she slim and trim so she wasn't thinking about um, the thick black girls and everything else like that more so women look like her but her stuff it was, it was like sharp you know it was like business business casual but it was clean everything was clean like like it does like you know what she got on just that white you know you look at her how she just positioned herself she's definitely sharp she's definitely sharp that Ivanka but yeah, and I like I, I seen things about her doing other humanitarian stuff, making donations, buying stuff. I mean, for people living in poverty and all that other stuff. You, I, yeah, she she a different. I ain't gonna say breed because she come from that dub, but <laughs> they they cross breeds. I'm gonna say she a mixed breed. I don't know. Who her mother is? Do all his children have the same mothers or something like that? Because she do got some type of little something, some little decency in her running through her blood. And I'm not saying that Eric and uh, Donald Trump Jr. don't have that as well. Um, but before like all of this stuff came out, I kind of just like noticed that. I know that her business with her COVID had clashed, um, but I didn't really just, I didn't really see her. You know, a lot of times when Trump was going around uh, doing his speeches and everything, you'll see if not one, of, if not both his sons, at least one, it was at one time too. You would see her, you know. And I think since that his, his uh, presidency, since he did that, and he left the White House, you haven't really seen her like being in the world. I, I think she know. I think she know. I think she know her father not right. 
and he incited all that stuff and everything else like that. So, I mean, good for her that she came on in and shared all that she could share. Um, but I think that's all that I'm going to be sharing on that. But I'm following it. I'm keeping my eyes and my mind and my heart open. So that's just what I say about it. Being grateful, not hateful, you guys. I'm almost up out of here. Um, one of the other little things that I seen was this woman who uh, just got time, basically. Miss Peggy La Valentine, 44, was convicted this Thursday. Um, no, this Monday. I'm sorry. Today is Thursday. This Monday. Y'all know weeks we flying like that. Um, this Monday, she was convicted um, from an incident that was stemming from May of 2022. Basically, I guess her and this woman was dating this man. She broke up with the man or they was going together. The girl got pregnant by her man. She was trying to stay with the man. So she act like she the mature girlfriend. The lady pregnant, so now she want to take the baby some clothes, acting like it was like that. But she knew she was bitter, right? Uh, so allegedly, she went to this lady's house, posed uh, the altercation is pursued, and she stabbed the lady. Um, didn't kill her, um, but it was attempted murder. Um, but she's acting like she went to the house to take something. They got in an argument, and she defended herself. The lady's saying that's not the case. Like, the, the, the baby father, who was her boyfriend, was supposed to be over there. They saying that Miss Valentine broke into our house and her and the girl got the scuffling and she stabbed the girl, but the dude wasn't there. She just thought the dude was there or something. Some a whole little stuff like this. But this was up in New York and she got time. They tried to throw out what the evidence was and that's how she got booked, y'all. Because she wouldn't talk to the police, but she wanted to talk to her pastor. And when her pastor came, she told her pastor the story, and the pastor was telling her, encouraging her to cooperate with the police. But she didn't know that her statements to the pastor will be placed into evidence because when the pastor came, he wasn't actually acting as clergy, like how a lawyer is, and their conversation is kind of protected and they don't have to share it. No, he was coming in to actually work as the police to get information for the police. This article is a legend or the information is coming out and it's a legend. But yeah, she confessed to the pastor. She confessed to the pastor. And Miss Valentine, your last name is Love, but that was some hateful stuff. I'm just going to say, be grateful that you ain't kill that lady. And just know what you can deal with because you know you was not ready, Miss Valentine. But you're going to be in jail um, uh, for a little while, man. Oh, she looked like somebody I know. I'm looking at the picture, y'all. She looked like somebody I know. Oh. But yeah, that was her story. I gotta be up out of here, guys. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it gives. But it's more than life to dine. So, yup, you better live. I'll be back through here next Thursday, same time at 7, same station. Be exposed radio, be exposed media. So don't you be waiting on me, or you just might. Y'all know I roll in here late sometimes. But God loves you. God bless you. More life, more love. Let's live. You better. You better live. See y'all next week, y'all. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm.